Well, hey guys, Mark here. Uh, in, t- in today's reading, uh, and with, with your Cornerstone connection, you're following along on our Bible reading plan. I'd encourage you to jump in. It's at cornerstonemarshfield.com. Click on events, and you'll see uh, 2023 Bible reading plan. You can join us. But we, uh, I'm looking at our reading today from the book of Genesis, and we're in chapter 28. You see, I couldn't remember even what I had to say. I had to look at my computer screen for a second. <laughs> That's okay. We're in Genesis chapter 28, and the story of Jacob Continue. So uh, where the story of Jacob is left off is Jacob successfully tricked his brother Esau out of his blessing. Isaac, who's old and can no longer see, um, was going to give his blessing to his firstborn, to Esau. And uh, so Jacob goes in at the behest of his mother, Rebekah, and dresses up, looks like him, prepares the same dish that Esau would prepare, and uh, puts on fake facial hair, right? Uh, to all, all these things to trick um in many ways, his dying father, which we just think is a horrible, you know, a, a horrible thing to do, really. And um, so, so, so Jacob goes in there and he does that. And Isaac does, in fact, bless him. Well, Esau becomes so enraged. And, and I know you know the story, but uh, Esau wants to now murder his brother. And so in this brilliant ploy to save her son's life, Rebecca says that she wants Jacob to go and to take a wife um, from another part, not not one of those Canaanite women from, from among their own people. And so in doing that, she successfully separates Esau and Jacob, likely saving Jacob's life. And, and then we have this interesting story here that unfolds with Jacob. And Jacob is given this amazing dream. Um, and many commentators even refer to this as, as, as a theophany. Uh, but it says here that Jacob left Beersheba and went toward Haran, and he came to a certain place. He stays the night, and uh, he goes and he takes his, and, and, and he takes a sleep. And there, uh, when dreaming, he sees a ladder, and going up and down this ladder of these angels, and they're crossing over from that spiritual world um, into into our world. They're uh, well, still I guess in the spiritual realm, but crossing over from heaven from the dwelling place of, of, of the Lord Almighty where his, where his presence is manifested in such a cool way um, here to us as holy messengers, um, ambassadors, which is really what, um, what angel means after all. It means messenger. And so after seeing this great theophany, you might wonder what type of response is, is Jacob going to have? You know, one of worship, one of whatever, like he's just seen this incredible thing, right? It's actually very uh, strikingly similar, uh, as a matter of fact, to when, when God appears to, to Abram. Um, except that Abram responds a bit differently than how Jacob responds here. You see, when, when God responds to Abram, God gives the condition. And, uh, and Abram will do it and he'll be blessed and his descendants will be so numerous that you can't count them, right? Like the stars in the sky, like the, like the sand on the, on, on the seashore. You just can't even, you just can't even count them. Right, and Abram responds with faith. Well, here Jacob responds by putting conditions, in fact, on God. He says that I will worship you as God if these conditions happen. Right, if I come back to my father's household safely. Right, I'll make this altar here. I'll put this rock on the ground, and I'll call this the house of God if these conditions are met. So Jacob responds by putting these types of conditions on God, quite the opposite, in, in fact, as to how Abram, in fact, responded. And, and yet it really got me thinking, you know, sometimes isn't that just how we respond to God? <laughs> you know, sometimes God reveals himself or, or, or we get the sense of God's blessing 
And don't we put conditions on God? Like, yes, God's revealing this to me, right? God's revealing himself to me through my local church and yet to, to fully commit, right? To, to, to start to, I don't know, give a tithe or to serve on this ministry, to go on that missions trip. I first want to see God do this thing in my life right? I want to see this miracle happen, or I want to have this type of financial blessing. And when that happens, I'll, I'll take my faith to the next level. But I want to see that thing happen first. You ever put conditions like that on God? Or maybe you've seen people that have put conditions like that on God. And doesn't God always just bend over and say, well, yes, Mark, I will do exactly what you want. <laughs> not. <laughs> that is not at all what happens. Well, it doesn't happen that way for Jacob either. Uh, Jacob is going to have a, an interesting story that will unfold because as Jacob tricked his father and his brother, he's about to be tricked as he goes pursuing his bride. And and, and, and Jacob's going to have to come face to face with his brother later on in the chapter, uh, later on in, in the book of Genesis. He is going to have to make things right. You see, being pursued by God and experiencing the grace of God is not the same thing as receiving the Lord, as making a profession of faith, as believing in God, right? As reaching out and trust, right? Those aren't the same things. God God wants us to do that. And Jacob still needs to do that. And just because Jacob has had this amazing dream, it doesn't mean that Jacob's now golden, right? There are things that Jacob needs to do, relationships that Jacob needs to make right. Jacob doesn't get it yet. Jacob is still very much like in process. And, and that maybe will resonate with us because in a lot of ways, we're really in process too, aren't we? There are still things that God's working on in, in, in our lives and we don't have it all together. And yet we can look at the story of Jacob and Jacob who's tricked his brother, tricked his dad. I mean, done these different things and is now sort of on the run for his life over here. And yet God loves him right where he is and God's pursuing him in the same way. I think God's pursuing you. And I think God's pursuing me. God's not done with us yet. And God has a special plan for our lives. And as God pursues us, don't, don't waste that opportunity to turn to him and to just say, Jesus, this is all about you. I want to respond in worship. What a different story would it have been if, if Jacob would have turned to God right there in that moment and said, man, I'm just, there are no conditions. You are God, you are Yahweh, and I worship you. Uh, Jacob's not there yet, but he'll get there. He'll get there. Don't worry. Um, and, 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 I, and I hope that you'll walk this journey with us and see his story unfold here in the, in the days to come. Well, thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.